disgraceful podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians, past, present and future of the Awabakal land which we record our podcast on. This podcast may contain triggering content for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everyone, I'm Sarah. And I'm Georgie and you're listening to the Disgraceful Podcast. This week we're talking about why men's aggression to women is often expressed through sex. But first, we're going to do our disgraces of the week. You take it off, babe. Thank you. Um, I had to get my car battery replaced this week. <sighs> and it was so frustrating because NRMA came twice and they just charged... And my tyre was also flat. How annoying. So they came twice <laughs> to, like, fix my car up. And I was like, you could have just done this to begin with instead of just charging the battery did they, they, just, they no, they charge the battery instead of replacing it. Why? I don't know. They're like, it's it's not an old battery. You'll be fine. And I was like, all right. Is there not warranty on the battery? Well, it was previous owner. Uh, like the did the battery. Anything with cars, I swear to God. Anytime I go near a mechanic or anything, I get scared. I get the. There's gonna uh, be something wrong that you don't even know about. That's what I mean. That's why I'm refusing to go get my car service because I'm scared I'm gonna walk out and they're gonna be like. Oh, so that's $3,000? I don't have that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to spend $3,000 on my car. No, literally. I, I couldn't care less. It's running fine now. <laughs> to Georgie's knowledge. <laughs> to my knowledge, it's running fine. So just leave the car alone and just do an oil change. And then just sign my little book. <laughs> Done. Done. What's your disgrace? My disgrace of the week is kind of a niche one, I feel like. Very niche, is it? The LED lights in our damn recording room. All right? These ones, there's ones above us that, like, outline behind us, and they just won't stick. They won't stick. Every time we walk mm. back in the studio, they've fallen. I don't... We've tried everything. We've tried the double sticky tape spray. Um, Adhesive, yeah. Oh, I'm just like, I don't know what I have to do. It's just... I'm looking at them now like... I'm really hoping up. we walk in on Friday next week and it is... still up. Perfect. I'll be so happy because I think in some videos that you guys will probably see is the fact that... Because I've just sagging. honestly given up. Yeah, same. But everyone's like, oh my God, half the LEDs are sagging. All right, it's our look, all right? Take it's it, our look. It's, take it's it part, you know what? It's part of the brand. It's we a, we it is tried our, brand. our best and... Didn't succeed. <laughs> didn't succeed and you know that quite often happens to us that's okay in regards to i guess the led um not this podcast (laughs) (laughs) and yet another one of george's beautiful segues (laughs) so when we're talking about sexual aggression we're talking about um that sexual aggression involves the use of threat intimidation exploitation of authority or force with the aim of imposing one's sexual will on a non-consenting person for the purpose of personal gratification that may or may not be predominantly sexual in nature. So sexual aggression isn't talking about like kinky sex where, you know, you're getting out the whips and the chains, doing a bit of S&M. Mm. We're talking about one party not consenting and the other one taking a sexual act towards them, whether that's sexual assault, harassment, something like that. Consenting sexual aggression or more like, you know, kink, BDSM, Completely okay. I'm okay with that. Oh, I'm okay with that too. Yeah. <laughs> but later, but after the 
Um, yeah, but we're not talking about that. Oh, good. Another good. beautiful segue from Georgie. So, I think the next point, now that we understand what sexual aggression is, yep. or maybe, you know, actually, you know what? Throw in some examples. So, um, I was reading an article by Xanthi Mallet. Uh, shout out to one of my lecturers at uni. <laughs> and she talks about, um, you know, sexual aggression might be someone got a promotion over you and you take a video of you jerking off at their work desk. And, like, obviously that's, you know, can be, that's even quite an extreme example. No, so when we're talking about sexual aggression, another example could be, you know, is an unsolicited dick pic. If you're kind of ignoring a guy's messages or not really replying and he's trying to get something from you and he just sends you a dick pic. I mean, it's non-consensual. Yes. <laughs> yes. Georgie understands. Look. So we're going to start talking about why why research is thinking this happens. So when these men are placed in positions of submission to women at work and their dominance is challenged, that's when they kind of feel this emasculated. This is in the workplace. Yeah. Well, this, in, this example, yeah, is specifically workplace. But I feel like it doesn't have to be just the workplace. Is anywhere where they feel like a woman is making them feel inferior? Yeah, inferior? yeah. In, they feel emasculated. And so then they feel like they need to have power. And they assert this through... Through sexual aggression. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah. I think we're, And I think the problem is we've all experienced it. Yeah. And, yeah. So I think from, like... Because we're referring to a fair bit of research we've done... What you were just talking about is talking about that idea of toxic masculinity, yeah. which is kind of like a nice way, I guess it's not that nice way, but a way of saying that the what whether it's society or whoever has drilled the belief into that man, yeah. that he needs to, you know, fit within this idea of what gender is, you know, that a man is a man. Yeah. That disgusts me, but... Yeah, go for it. No, it just disgusts me. Like, the whole man... I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm a straight man. Look at me go. It's just like, no... Like, you have feelings. Like, I know deep down there's something going on. Have you seen those videos on TikTok? And they'll go around, like, a college campus and they'll be, like... With, like, the little microphone. And they're like, when was the last time you cried? And then there'll be guys who are, like... I don't know, when I was 15. I actually have a friend that can pinpoint the last time he cried. When was it? In February. There's context as to why he cried, which I'm not going to share with the podcast. But that, and he cried in front of me, but that was the last time he cried. And he remembers that exact day. He's like, that was the last time I cried. And I was like, I literally cried the other day. Like, you know what I mean? Literally, I, I don't even know. I don't know when the last time I cried was. But I thought I was going to cry today when I was yeah. in the podcast room. I was full menti breakdown. Yeah, you were. We had 20 seconds of hug and she was fine. Yeah, and I said I need... Well, there's like a research paper that says like 20 second hug is like gives you almost the same amount of dopamine as giving birth does. I feel like giving birth would not give you dopamine. Yeah, it does because it like rushes your body with it. So you want to care and do it again and forget how painful birth was. Oh, we love that. I don't want to remember how painful it is. So gender stereotypes creates a frame of how men are meant to act and 
So this is like when we're talking about toxic masculinity. This is the frame of how a man is meant to act to be a man. Yeah. And in this framework of toxic masculinity, it generally will cast women as inferior. We're the ones that we need to be protected and saved and looked after from yeah. longer lives, you yeah. know? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm scared. Help me. Am I going to share Oh, go for it. I would story? just like to... Like, and, like, let's be real. Toxic masculinity involves gender norms that pressure men to be tough, anti-feminine, powerful. And men, due to these stereotypes, feel they need to be seen as dominating, violent, and aggressive. Right? Mm. And so, obviously, you can see how this is about to play into the idea of why they... Yeah, the why they're going to use sex, like, sexual acts yeah. to be aggressive and to dominate, you know, to um show that dominance. But I think the other issue is, even as feminist women, even as strong, independent women... Yeah. We often play into that. Like, I, I have to. I do. I know I know what you're about. To, I know the story you're about telling. Yeah. It's a bloody good one. It's a bloody good one. But I feel like, personally, I, you know, I do it. I'm like, oh, I'm so stressed. Like, I want to cuddle. Yeah, like, that would just make me feel better. And that's me playing into it. Wait, I mean, to be fair, if it gets me, <laughs> if it gets me what I want. <laughs> and Georgie, what do you want? <laughs> All right, but I think you take this one away. I yeah. really think this is your time to shine. It is my time to shine. Um, this person doesn't know, so I'm really outing myself. <laughs> and if this person knows what happened in this scenario, <laughs> they're listening. Hi, uh, lol. Shout out. Shout out to you. Um, basically, this was probably about a year ago, and I wanted to play into a, you know, oh, I need help. So one time... And I, this is coming from... I just love that you as a strong, independent woman, this yeah. is the best you got. But go for it. Yeah. Strong, independent woman, yeah, would normally just, you know... Anyway, it's into the story. I've just dropped them off. Or maybe I was hanging out with them. Anyway, besides the point, they had gone up to their house, like, into their house, so they're not near me. I reef my handbrake so hard up that, I mean, I could probably still get it. But I, <laughs> I reefed it so far, purposely reefed it high, and then proceeded to call this person to tell them that I was stuck and I needed help. And then this person proceeded to come down and help me with my handbrake that I had purposely gotten stuck in. <laughs> <laughs> so, for anyone that aren't getting what's happening here, this bitch purposely pulled her handbrake on so hard knowing that she... Probably couldn't get it undone mm-hmm. just to see this man save her. Yeah. Yeah. And he did. And I... Was I satisfied? I can't remember. Probably not. That person was probably pissed off that I called them and be like, I need help. Oh, I would be if I got another phone call for you. I'm <laughs> yeah. just seeing you. Like, oh, I'm stuck. Come save me. I just... <laughs> the levels. Like, cause I'd like to say, Georgie, this story happened about a, probably almost a year ago now. Yeah. She told me this story originally as, oh, God, I got, like, stuck in his house. Like, he had to come out and freaking put the handbrake down. And, oh, I was ashamed, okay? Oh, she, like, I was ashamed. She gaslighted herself. I gaslighted <laughs> literally, because I was ashamed that I did that. I was like, you should have been. That's embarrassing <laughs> as fuck. I can't believe you're putting that on the airwaves. Yeah, look, hi, guys. I am a bad feminist. And that's what I'll say. Yeah. Look, I'm ashamed that I did that. Would I do it again? Could be a good move. <laughs> so, for anyone who's wanting dating tips from Georgie, 
Pull your handbrake extra tight. Call them to help you. They'll love it. Anyway. I know. it's That hurts my soul that you did that. Um, I can't believe that was your best move at the time. I... Look. I think I did it with my ex as well. Oh my god, this is a pattern of behaviour. <laughs> no. Like, yeah. Were you guys together? I think we were together. Maybe like, we had a fight or something, and I was like, come come here. Alrighty. So to any future Actually, men... no, that's where it started. Sorry, guys. This is where it started is because my ex reefed it so hard just p- because he had driven my car or whatever. He had reefed it so hard, and I couldn't get it, and I think... I called him and I was like, you reefed it too hard, you need to come help me. And then he came and helped me. And then I think that's where it started. Oh anyway, I'm, I'm ashamed okay, of everyone, it. for all future men that date Georgie, if she calls you saying, I can't get my hair breaking. <laughs> what if I'm actually stuck? Don't come. <laughs> <laughs> She's playing you. <laughs> she has got you, what is it? Bait, hook and light. Line. I don't know. Sink and got you. Sink and centre and got you. Bitch. It's her move. That is your move. That is my move. It's not even a good one. It's a it's fucking embarrassing one. one. Oh, my God. What happens when you one day get a... Ex- it's that boy who cried wolf. Now no one's going to come help me. What if I actually need a If help? you called me, I would know that you were trying to fuck. I'd be like, if you ever called me, Georgie, and be like, babe, like, I literally actually can't get my hand... I'll be like, you no, know. no. It's like cracking my neck. I'm like, oh, it's a sign. What, like you're warming up to give a blowy? <laughs> no! Oh my god! No! Did you, like, give your neck a like a... No, have you not seen in rom-coms, and it's like, oh, have you not seen, like, um... This is not a thing. Whatever you meant no, to say, I'm sure is not a it's thing. It's in Friends with Benefits. It was, like, their sign that they were going to fuck each other was when someone cracked their neck. Oh, it's, okay. It's my sign. It's like, I like you. You've cracked your neck in front of me many no, times. No, no. The handbrake is my is my oh, neck crack. Oh, I've gotten distracted. Yeah, yeah. The the neck crack is you know my handbrake. So, yeah. So if I like you and I go, oh, come help me, my handbrake. Just know it's a sign. It's a sign. That's her saying it's on. It's on. It's on. Period. And did things work out between you? And- no. no. <laughs> cool. Anyway, I just want to check if it was effective. That's all. Anyway, it's not effective. <laughs> me and my ex broke up. Me and this other person aren't together. Like it's just not effective. <laughs> um, so don't, don't, don't do it. I just feel like m- men as a whole. <laughs> men are a whole. Men are. They have one hole. Um, men as a you whole. You got the strap on though. So. I do have the strap on. Story for another time. Men as a whole benefit from the patriarchy societal structures. Do you agree? I mean, how could I not? Yeah. In, like, in order for this to be maintained, men have to work to sustain their dominant position in the hierarchy. That's true. Cause yeah. I, and I agree, like, that, that sexual aggression is used not only just on a personal level, but in general. Like, when I say that, I mean on a personal level for them in their social setting... They want to be powerful. They want to be powerful. But as they do this on an individual level, and let me tell you, I know men aren't going around the little huddle going, let's do this, let's all, let's all do this. You know? Yeah, the boys. They aren't. They aren't. But my point is that by them all individually, not all, but individually doing this, it then makes women fear all men. You know, that not all men thing. Mm. And, it, and it makes it easy for that those patriarchal... Um, what structures to be upheld because we're scared we're scared of them we don't know which are the good ones and which are the bad ones 
few were handed six eggs and four of them were going to... No. Were rotten? Two of them were rotten and you said you just had to bite in and hope. I would not. I would, I'd I would be scared to bite. I would be. I mean, I think uh, biting to any kind of egg. I don't think eggs was the best choice. I think, no. I think if they were all good eggs, I would What about raw chicken? You've got chicken, two of them are raw. And you have your eyes closed. No one wants salmon. <laughs> your eyes are closed. Well, you can, you can see you that one's raw. <laughs> you can't hear anything. You're like... You can't touch either. <laughs> Basically, all your senses are taken away. And, and then you're in a dark room. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, this you. analogy sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Potentially raw chicken. You know, we're gonna have a bit of raw chicken. <laughs> no one wants or, raw chicken. Because raw chicken, salmonella. That's and there said. you are. That's what I said. Uh, you just took what I said. <laughs> yeah, but I made it made more sense. Yeah, look, I agree with you. You, you know, if one breaks your trust. It's it's just difficult. It is difficult. Well, like, how have you experienced sexual aggression? Like, do you have? Like, I know we all have. I feel like on a, on a lower level, I've experienced sexual aggression on dating apps. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, just on a lower level where it's like, come root and all this, like, I want to, I want to... <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Georgie, if you have listened to our episodes, Georgie is, yet again, using actions on a visual actions... To demonstrate what she's trying to say on a audio-only media. It's yeah. Can sorry, you guys. Use your words? Sorry, let me use my words. Come over. I want to fuck the shit out of you and like things like that in I more think, aggressive ways. Or even like, that's I, not okay. I guess yeah. That's what I mean. It's it, sorry. Sorry. And did I ask? No. Just because I'm on Tinder, it doesn't open you up. For yeah, me, that's what I mean. And, and like I was literally walking into work the other day, and a guy on the street was like, "Hey, sexy mama." And that's not too aggressive. A guy said to me, that looks delicious, referencing my watermelon today when I was an old man. And I was like, why are you talking to me? (laughs) (laughs) No, I agree. I just, it's just, I feel like we've also become, like, again, because, again, we chose to focus on lower level sexual aggression in this episode. Yeah. And the issue with it is I feel like we're all so used to it. That we just brush it aside. Even, yeah, even yeah. when you were saying a guy texts you on Tinder going, I want to fuck the shit out of you, I was like, yeah, but that's just Tinder. And in my head, I'm like... Hang on. Hang on, no, that's not actually okay. It, it, it literally isn't. It's just... You that's actually... I, I didn't open the conversation up for this. No, yeah, there was no consent. Like, no. there was no indication, no yeah. affirmative consent towards it. You were just on Tinder. Anyway, in sexual encounters, it generally is expected that men are to be dominating while women are to be passive. And I see that in my own sex life. Like, I want to be dominated against. Dominated against? Dominated in the bedroom. But is that just the norm? Or is that just my sexual preference? I think that's more of a sexual preference. I do think that when, in general, it is expected that men will be the dominating one. Because if you hear of a submissive man, I'm always like... Mm. Interesting. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't hear hear it as often. 
I think, well, it's just not for me. I don't want to be the dominant one. I'm like dominant in life, submissive in the bedroom. That's how I view myself. Yeah, 100%. That's really normal. And it's normal, but... I think it's also that blurred boundary that's happening for men. You know, that with... You know, and again, I'm not saying this is just like a mistake. This is the patriarchy. But where does it go too far? Yeah, it's that blurred boundary between... What is okay in the bedroom? What is okay? Like, where does that line? And I'm not saying it's okay and it's like some little accident. I'm saying that Oh, yeah. I agree. It's purposeful. It is. It they is. want you to feel uncomfortable. They want to know they're in power. And they want to show in your relationship, how, whatever type of relationship it is, yeah. that they're the one with control. Yeah. Over I, you. And I don't like that. As two women who have definitely love to take control with i would say i've got somewhat of control issues just in life somewhat 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 for you too oh i've never said i they have control issues the house ah yeah well, all right if we go on there so do i um it's very interesting working on a podcast together it is because we you and i clash because we've got a power imbalance and we don't like you know what i mean i'd like to say i'm top dog and i don't like that I would love to say that we're equal, but you can't do that, and I can't do that. Anyway, so maybe we have sexual aggression. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe we've got sexual tension. I feel like, I, I feel like, you know, even in just relationships, women aren't meant to be the one pursuing. If you're even use the wrong word, like, if you say, oh, I love something on Tinder, that scene is too far. That is seen as too far. And it doesn't even matter that it wasn't, oh, I love you, it was, I love dogs. You've got to say, no, I really like dogs. Yeah, that, I agree with that. You've got to really tone it down. Literally. And yeah. I feel like, you know, you can't be too keen on the guy because otherwise, again, they don't feel like they have the power. They get scared and they run away. And, again, we're not talking about dating, but it's that whole idea that in all these different structures, yeah. men are the ones that are allowed to pursue, yeah. whether it's okay or whether it's not. Well, the guy has to initiate. You know what I mean? Even just in dating. You know, yeah, yeah the, the power, it has to be the man that holds the power. And, like, whether it's on purpose or not, like, I think to, there is a purpose to it, you know, whether they know it in the forefront of their minds or whether it's, you know, being socialised into them, that they want to have the power, they need to have the power, and there's those dynamic in relationships, and when they don't have the power, that's why they use sexual aggression because mm. it's, it scares women. Yeah, and that's what we were saying earlier as to why men do it is, for example, in the workplace where, you know, a man is less, like, you know what I mean, is under a woman and that really just, it's the power imbalance. And this expectation is um, seen because, you know, whether this is also education, and I do believe that, but, um, you know, men are expected to constantly be pursuing sex and desiring sex. They should prioritise their own sexual gratification over a woman's. And recent studies have shown that men often don't actually believe a woman when she says no. And that scares me. I feel like, other than the feeling of scared, I also feel really angry about that. That really pisses me off. Mm. Because I'm like, if I say no to you, fucking listen. No is a full sentence. It is. No Period. Look at me. Like it just makes Look me... everyone on the audio. Look media. at me. Look yep. at her. I'm slapping you. All right. Like it just. Uh, you can tell how like angry I'm getting. Look, in my look seat. So 
I will look at Georgie right now. And she's getting really angry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that gratification. Oh. Oh. You think big words, aren't I? Anyway. Um, <laughs> no, but I just find that really interesting that how can we as women be any more explicit than no? Like, literally, no doesn't even... You don't even have to say no to not be consenting. Yeah. But how much more explicit do we have to be yeah. to men for them to believe us? Because it's... And, like, I think we've all had it happen to us where we've had sex with a guy that we haven't really wanted to. And I'm not talking about... And it is sexual assault, realistically, to some extent. In some instances, it definitely is. But... The idea, you know, they're like, come on, like, please. And then you just do it out of obligation. You feel like you're obligated to because they've picked you up from... They're like, oh, I've driven all this, I've driven this... All the way to see you, like... Oh, come on. Uh." You hear stories of it all the time and that's not okay, that's not consent. It's literally not okay. Now, yeah, literally not. (laughs) Georgia's realising that she's had some bad sex. (laughs) Yeah, literally. But I just do it because I'm just like, oh, fuck it, get it over with. Yeah. And, like... I think for some women, there are like I think there are some times where maybe it isn't sexual assault, but a lot of those times where you're getting when they've asked more than once, it's sexual assault. Mm. It's maybe on the you know depending on the situation, it's, it's horrid, but it happens. Yeah. I don't think I've met a woman that hasn't felt obligated to have sex once with a guy. Yeah. I think everyone, I think it's a real common feeling. Yeah. Because it's like, but if I say no, what what's going to happen? Yeah. It's, and all that kind of You know, of yeah. if I say yes now and I'm letting myself say yes, it's not sexual assault. Yeah. If I let this keep going, what's going to happen? What's yeah. going to happen to me? I'm just trying to think about the people that I've fucked and how many I felt obligated to do it. I think it was just two times. But one, I justified it because I was like free lift home. And the other one caught an Uber that cost him, like, $200 to come see me. And I made him train at home. You know, we feel like in order to be safe, to please men... We've got to be second to them. We've got to say yes. We've got to not actually... And I think you can see that in so many ways, even without sexual aggression, even on, like, dates. Yeah. And I feel like this will be a topic we'll touch on another episode. Yeah. But you go... You don't even necessarily really analyse whether how interested you are. It's more, have I pleased them? Are they interested in me? Yeah. No, I definitely agree. And I feel like there's just so many times where we put men's desires in front of ours just because of the system that we're in. That's such a good way to put it, babe. Thank you. Oh, sarcasm. Oh, well, fuck the patriarchy keychain on the ground. Um, no, I just, it just makes me angry, you know, even in the bedroom, a men's desire to finish and that kind of thing is put before women's. Oh, all the time. And it's just... Like, men that don't even ask or try, I find that literally so not hot. No, and I think, when I think of this kind of thing, I think of Euphoria, and when one of the characters they were like oh did you finish and she said no and walked away and I was like that is a power move in the way she walked away I was like I'd love to do that mm. and be like no no bye, bye loser and I read there was a very interesting article and it's talking about um 
I'll read it word for word because I think it really gets to some of the point of it all. Yeah. Men feel obligated to put their arms around a date's shoulders before they're sure she wants it. Pull her hair during sex without asking if she likes that. And do other things that are often deemed to be making the first move or taking the reins or being a man. But would be better labelled sexual misconduct. Mm. Which sexual misconduct is pretty much just sexual aggression. Yeah. And that's so true. Like how many times have you slept with someone and they're like, they'll just pull a manoeuvre that you have not said yes to. Yeah. Um, I got a dick in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Unconsensually. Every holds a girl. No. <laughs> no. Sorry, not the right time for not that. Not the right time for that. That's what I mean. Taking the reins. Oh, they didn't ask me if I wanted that. If they had asked me, I would have said no. I literally physically pushed that person off me because I was like, I don't want this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're like, oh, you look mad at me. Of course I'm mad. Literally. Literally, literally. And of that- course I'm mad, yeah. Are you pissed? Oh, I'm so sorry. No, you're not. No, if you were sorry... You wouldn't have done it. Yeah. You knew that you were go- You put it in there because I was probably going to say no. Yeah. You were trying to take control and take power. It was irks me. And I'm sure that's happened to you before. Not in the arse. <laughs> no, no. No, but I'm saying in the bedroom. Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm trying to even think of an example that's worthy to talk about because I'm like, God. Which it happens one do all I the pick? time. Which yeah. one do I pick? Like, they'll... Sp- Slap you. Oh, no. <laughs> no. 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 I'll say the start of that story. Yeah. I once met up with this guy, and it was the second time we'd hung out, and we are just going to watch a movie. He then, we're, like, making out, and then he kind of, like, pulls away and looks at me and slaps me across the fucking face. <laughs> not not only... assault. Not literally assault. <laughs> <laughs> I literally... Got assaulted. Um, no, it was like, I still, it's, I still can't get over this one. I won't, I can't even go through all the details of that night. No, not Because now. I'm dead set horrified still. Anyway, but imagine, I, not only were we not having sex or there was no, like, discussion that there was going to be a power dynamic in this, you know, sexual act. Yeah. We were making out. We were just having a kiss, having a little smushy smush. Yeah. Slapped me across the face without asking. Sorry, me. How disgraceful are these examples, though? Oh. Like, so disgraceful. Mine was an unconsensual dick in the ass. You've been freaking assaulted. And what? For what? For what? For what? Being a man? Like, I'm sorry. Uh, it's like, and I just, oh, sorry, I'm just getting angry again. Mm. Um, I think the interesting thing, there were some other questionable things that, happened before I could escape that nightmare. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but in the end, what happened was a classic manoeuvre was the next day he texts me and he goes, Hey like, I had such a good time last night. I'm like, what planet do you think this is gonna be I'm gonna agree with this. But okay, continue. Because I had such a good time. And then he goes, like, I'd love to take you on another date, like, really could see you, you know, being my girlfriend. I was like, are you actually kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? So anyway... The fact that he thought that what had happened was okay and then to be like, I can see this going somewhere. Yeah, like, she she loved that. She, um, she loved it. She loved that slap. Oh, my God. That's what I mean. And then I wrote back. I said, mate, 
on what planet do you think last night went well? <laughs> on what planet do you think I was happy with how last night went? And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, absolutely not. Literally, no. no. And you know what he said? A very classic move. You're going to love this. Oh, I might. He goes, well, that's fine. I didn't want to date you anyway. I Then goes, no. Oh. Then goes, and on the first night we met, I thought your friend was hotter. <laughs> <laughs> After confessing that he would like to start seeing me more seriously, your friend was hotter, though. Because he... He wanted what he, he wanted power. He felt inferior to you because you took the you took the reins and you said actually no. This is how last night went. It was not good, in my eyes. And he tried to make me feel bad because he, you know, it was the power. <sighs> it's just disgusting. And you know what I said? I screenshotted that shit mm. and wrote back. The girls are gonna love this. <laughs> That's good. He blocked me. But, like, I, thank you. Thank you. I actually really appreciated that block. I appreciated the block, honestly. But this is... It, it has happened to us, but it's not just us. We did some research, and in a study of 470 young men, 25% of them forced a woman to engage in some type of sexual act against their wishes. A quarter of men. A quarter. A and, quarter of them. And this doesn't necessarily mean full... Sexual assault, I would like to add that. It's sexual act. It could be oral, it could be... That is still sexual assault. Oh, retract my last statement. (laughs) It could be, you know, sexual harassment. Mm -hmm. Um, Things like that. But that's insane. And I understand the study group is reasonably small. I I think it looks like it it was some college men. Can I just add that if I was a man and I had forced women into engage in some type of sexual act, right? Would you admit it? Do you think the statistic could even be skewed? Oh, of course. I wouldn't admit that. I mean, imagine a quarter of men feeling comfortable to even admit that they had sexually harassed or assaulted a woman. A quarter of them said, yeah, I will admit this. And I think they did um, a full study on it all and did a quiz and men with, like, high scores of on the hostile masculinity construct, distrust distrust women and are easily angered by them and hold, like, adverse... Oh, fuck me. Okay, let me do this one. How dare you take that from me, but I cannot. So, when... So, in this study, they also looked at men... Um, In this study, they also looked at toxic masculinity. And men that scored high on the toxic masculinity scale um, found that women easily angered them. They distrusted women. And they don't like, like, relationships. Like, I mean, as in intimate relationships with a woman, they're against. These beliefs encourage a cognitive distortion about women, i.e.g., when we were talking about women saying no and them not believing them or it being an easy way to get to a yes, which are able to justify the use of force in these interpersonal relationships. It's just disgusting. It's disgraceful. (laughs) I'm so over it. Like, it's just... It's disgraceful. Oh, yeah. And I think it angers a lot of people. And I just think the issue is that we're literally able to see point A, toxic masculinity, equals point B, Sexual violence or sexual aggression. But why can't we fix it? 
I mean, such a patriarchal issue. That's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. It's so ingrained in all the structures in our society. To lose-lose battle. Yeah, I mean, we're all working towards better, but... And I feel like the problem is, being a feminist, it is, like, small steps forward. Yeah. But... We all play into it, and I'm not saying it's anyone's, it's any woman who, you know, isn't a perfect feminist, you know, because like Christ, we're not. Break. Yeah. Yeah. Plays into it, and that's because we have also been raised that men are, you know, the strong, the manly, the powerful. You listen to them. You listen. You listen. You be quiet when they speak. They're the breadwinner. Look, I know... Like, it's this, a heavy topic. This it way. is. And, like, we're trying to make it light and deliver it with laughs and things, but it is a hard topic to talk yeah. about because, you know, even as you're listening, you may hear some things that you've gone, oh, that's something that happens regularly and that you're right, that that isn't okay. Mm. And so I hope take some time, do some self-care and allow this as an opportunity to self-reflect. To, yeah, and evaluate those male relationships you have in your life. And if you're a male... Get it together. <laughs> Literally. No means no. I don't know. I just... That drives me up the wall. Yeah. I don't know how much more explicitly you can say it. But... If you over- need also self-reflect and <laughs> yeah. see where you're toxic and where you can fix that. Thank you. And, like, we don't hate men most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> but the point is, and I think this is what it comes down to, is that we all need to self-reflect on the relationships we're having in our lives. Yeah. Because... Things that we're accepting as okay are not not okay. And you need to set the standard for yourself and the men you date that... Period. (laughs) Period. Um, (laughs) And you deserve that. And we all deserve that. We all deserve to feel safe. And I think that's pretty much my wrap-up. Do you have anything you'd like to add? I don't think she knows English anymore. (laughs) Don't be a fool. But I literally, what do I have to say to the masses? I'd like to add the studio today is friggin' hot. I'm I like think we're pass, I'm close to pass out, <laughs> and I cannot read for crap today, and it's just it's the hangover. It's the hangover. Anyway, what I have to say, I back Sarah hundred percent on this. <laughs> <laughs> I affirm her statement. Copy and paste what Sarah said, and, <laughs> and I said it too. And I said it. I, I said it. She said it. I said it. Please, we said it. Please you know, just a be message, safe. A message from Sarah is a message from Georgie. Yeah. But I refuse to say the other way around because I don't <laughs> trust what comes out of her mouth. You are the problem. No, I just think that this episode has been very fascinating and not necessarily eye-opening because... Clarifying. Yeah, it just kind of... Maybe voices things. Yeah. Which, again, a lot of hand actions to explain what she's feeling <laughs> that you guys can't see. A um, lot of fists in the... Oh. <laughs> Fuck. Anything you want to talk about with fists? No, thank you. <laughs> it's quite... I've, everyone, please notice how quickly she said, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. And no means no, means no period. Shh.